Apparently, I've lived anything but a normal life. And that is according to my friends. My stories of dating, sex, and life in general tend to make them laugh. And for years, they've told me I needed to share them with the world. So I decided that in the middle of a pandemic, it was a great time to start a podcast about the things that, well, entertain me. So grab a cocktail with us and welcome to the hot mess that is my life as an almost 40-year-old single makeup artist living in a college town in Florida. This is Kara's Lipstick Diary. Well, you guys, my face has a little bit more movement than it normally has, which means it's time for my Botox, which I've had a lot of people come to me and be like, oh my God, don't get Botox. And I'm like, sweetie, the entire time you've known me, I've had Botox. I don't get it just though because of anti-aging stuff. I get it because it actually takes away all of my headaches and side bonus. Hey, I look younger. What more can a girl ask for? No headaches and youth gotta take it. So I thought today would be a fantastic time to have the person who does the injections into my face come onto the show. So please meet my friend, Andrew. He is my dentist and he does my Botox. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Excited to be here, Kara. (laughs) Thank you for coming on. So we are today having a white Russian, which, you know, great idea. Let me give the guy who's about to stick needles in my face some alcohol. Let's see what happens. Don't jack up my face, Andrew. I'll try my best. All right, you guys. So white Russian, pretty basic. You know, some vodka, some Kahlua, and, you know, some cream. It's super fancy. I actually knew how to make this one before the show. Um, So, you know, we're not, I don't think I'm poisoning you. Am I poisoning you? Is it good? It's delicious poison if it is. (laughs) All right. Well, because, you know, it's a milk-based one, I'm not putting my signature glitter in there because it won't show up. But... It should be pretty good anyways. So welcome to the show. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) So Andrew, how did you end up with dentistry deciding to do Botox and fillers? And what's the difference between the two to start with? Okay. So I'm going to answer that in two parts. (laughs) Sorry. I did ask you two questions. (laughs) um, I went into it from a therapeutic point of view. I have a lot of people that have TMJ issues, migraines. Mm -hmm. um, And so I went into learning about Botox from that perspective perspective and as a side effect like you said you look younger yep um and i've had a lot of clients uh, some of them thanks to you <laughs> um, that have come in because of the anti-aging yeah. effects of botox but there is quite a difference between botox and and dermal fillers um botox is essentially it's a horrible world but it's it, it's called a neurotoxin yeah it's a poison it is a poison it's literally um, a poison you guys <laughs> but it is a naturally occurring poison and a reversible poison yes um, and so the way it works is botox is injected into muscles and it prevents the transmission of the nerve signal that tells the muscle to fire so it's like a paralytic correct exactly so Ooh. it just freezes you yep exactly Um, And depending on how active the person is and their metabolic rate and how much muscle they have, it can last anywhere from three to six months. So I'm one of those fun people because I am a little too expressive. I burn through it quicker than most people Um, because, well... I try to still move my face and I can't, (laughs) but, um, you know, I, when I first had it done, I was terrified because I knew it was a poison and I was like, you're going to put poison in my face. Um, but then I found out how beneficial it was for pain. Um, and that it was actually originally developed for pain relief, which I didn't know. Um, I found that out, um, and was like, Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, so you mentioned TMJ headaches. I know that it can also be used for like sweat prevention, um, and other things like that. Um, sure. So, um, 
I would say that, you know, treating sweat prevention would be a little bit outside the scope of dentistry. <laughs> but in general, yes, Botox works by freezing muscles and anything. Um, it, it works at what's called the neuromuscular junction, which is where the nerve goes to the to the muscle. And so anything that you can block there prevents that firing. And sweating, believe it or not, is sort of a muscular function. And so if you can paralyze the sweat glands, you don't sweat, you as, don't much, sweat as much, which is pretty cool. Um, and, you know, I talked about how I went into this trying to do therapeutic uh, treatments with Botox. And what I found is that something like 80% of TMJ issues and, and migraines are muscle in origin. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of upsetting as a dentist because you think, oh, you make a night guard or something for TMJ issues. And in truth, the dental component is really only about 5 to 10% of it. Right. So treating the muscle either with Botox or physical therapy can sometimes be way yeah. more effective. Well, and I know for me, literally, I'm the girl who would wake up every single day with a splitting headache. Um, it feels like an ice pick behind my eye. And then on top of that, I get ocular migraines, I get regular migraines, I get sinus headaches, I get tension headaches. I get pretty much every headache there is possible. Um, and I was at the point where I was taking literally like handfuls of ibuprofen a day, which is pretty terrible to do to your insides. Yep. Um, and I would like rub my face down with Bengay because I was looking for like any type of relief. Like my coworkers would always know if I had a headache because you could smell Bengay like through the building. Um, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, but when I got Botox, all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, I was not having to take painkillers constantly for headaches and I could breathe out of the left side of my nose, which I had never been able to do in my entire life. Um, yeah. And I think it's because I'm frozen. Like a Absolutely. It has a lot to do. I mean, there are weird little muscles uh, in the head and neck that, that fire. There's something called the nasalis, mm -hmm. which is responsible for bunny lines and mm -hmm. then crow's feet. And all of those muscles, when they're relaxed or frozen, prevent you from having that tightening up yeah and so yes you you there's distinct relief for all kinds of migraines and um sinus sinus headaches yeah. and you know it's literally down. been life-changing for me um beyond because i can function um yeah. and you know it's it's fascinating because i had never known that for so long that it could be used for that um it's helped me just so insanely much like right now definitely got a headache going on right here He's going to put some Botox. For me, I process it really quick. Like, yeah. I will literally start freezing up within five to ten minutes of you injecting me. How long? I know that I, I do faster than a lot of other people. What is the typical rate that it takes for someone's Botox to set? So, typically, um, we use different dilutions for different muscles. So, obviously, the more concentrated it is, the, the, more, the less it spreads, I should right. say. Um, but you use the tighter constant, tighter dilutions for smaller muscles because you don't want it to spread into to the neighboring muscle right. that you don't want to hit. Yeah, because then uh, you're like all wonky looking. That's right. I don't, don't want to look freeze, wonky. You don't want to freeze the wrong muscles. <laughs> um, and typically I would say anywhere from 7 to 14 days is when you get the full effects of the Botox. And invariably you need to do a touch-up um, you know, where, where somebody's got one muscle is still firing because you can't see it when you in Do inject it, it yeah. right away. So you have to wait till it takes, you know, but I always tell people to wait that full period before doing a touch up because if it hasn't taken Set, effect yeah. and you put more in, 
You're going to look jacked. Yeah, you might Well, and I think that that's something that people don't realize with Botox. It does take some trial and error to find Absolutely. what works both aesthetically and pain-wise because everyone is slightly different. Um, Absolutely. And, and there is sort of a, within, you know, the medical community, there is a guideline, a sort of an average dose that right. you administer to every patient. And some people works perfectly. And then for a few, they need to come back and we reevaluate and see where they Go need a there. little bit. Yeah, a little well, bit more. So Botox, when we talk aesthetics and prettiness and not just like pain relief and all of that, it does certain things, but filler does other things. And I know that at Correct. a certain point, you have to jump to filler because Botox is no longer going to work for that wrinkle. Yes. So specifically, Botox works for what are called dynamic wrinkles. And dynamic wrinkles are caused by muscle firing. So in other words, if you have a surprise look and your forehead goes up, you get those horizontal bands. Right. And invariably, dynamic wrinkles are perpendicular to the way the muscle fi fires. Right. Um, and that's really what you freeze and reduce Botox. Botox will not remove a wrinkle. It'll just lessen, lessen it, it and prevent it from getting a whole lot worse. Dermal fillers are used mostly, they're more kind of skin tightening so as we get a little bit older and we show signs of aging, there is, within the layers of the skin, there are kind of fat pads, and those fat pads start to droop, and you are essentially placing um, dermal filler in there to plump those back up. Okay. So you're essentially like pulling the cheek a little higher. Well, and it's like, you know, basically you are putting fat in there when you see someone who's lost a lot of weight and all of a sudden they Correct. their face looks hollowed out exactly. it's because that fat's gone so this is like putting pinpoint yep. locations where it makes your face look fuller it's a non-surgical facelift yes yes exactly um and i know that like i i've been doing botox now for uh like five years yeah five as years i've been I'm doing known. botox yeah i know <laughs> literally <laughs> um but i used to have lines on my forehead but mm -hmm. because i've been doing it on such a regular basis even when the botox is completely fully out of me like during the pandemic when i could not get in to see this lovely gentleman and i lost all my botox those lines didn't come back because i yeah. had done it for long enough that it prevented those lines from actually Correct. setting Correct. You can actually get some amount of muscle atrophy, not not necessarily to the point where it's like you don't have the muscle anymore, but because the muscle is not being used as much, any muscle will lessen in size. Right. I mean, it's the, the, it's sort of the opposite of working out, where the more you use the muscle, the bigger your, your guns right. are. Right. Um, <laughs> My you, face muscles exactly, are getting smaller. <laughs> exactly. Your face guns are smaller. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So... With the Botox um, and the filler, what is the difference in like, so for instance, we talked about, you know, Botox will last X number of period. What sure. about filler? How long does that last? What is the difference sure. in the length of time they last? So, so Botox, like I said, it's every three to six months and then, you know, essentially it's gone. Your body processes it yeah. and those nerve endings start firing again. Uh, dermal filler is a lot more, relatively a lot more permanent. Um, you can see effects of dermal filler for one to five years after it's done. Again, it you know, there's a certain amount of individual variability between people that use their face a lot right. um, and people who don't. So you're going to see, but you, you'll see traces. Um, the, there are different types of dermal filler and what they are, are there are some that are for volume, so like cheekbones, right. um, you know, and they're different brands, but essentially it's the particle size. The bigger the particle size, the more volume you're going to get. 
but the longer it sticks around uh, and you use the more pliable, smaller molecules for like, let's say lips versus okay. cheekbones. Um, but yes. So say you get the longer. filler and you decide you don't really like it anymore. Is there a way to remove it? Like Botox, it's in you. Like you're there. Filler, is it removable? Not really. Okay. Is the answer. Um, there is a there is a medication that can be used to reverse sort of complications. Right. But it's hard. There you can dissolve it. It is frightfully expensive and not the best experience. Let's okay, just, let's, let's yeah, sort of that. like tattoo removal yes. sounds miserable. This is not something that you want somebody who doesn't right. know facial anatomy <laughs> trying well, out. And to be honest, that's why I sort of like going to you as a dentist yeah. um, because your job is to know facial anatomy, like Correct. beyond no facial anatomy. Um, and also I found you were much more, you listened to what I wanted. Um, just a sensitive soul. Right. (laughs) Um, But when I went to aesthetics places, they wanted to just fill me up. It was like, how much can we put in? Like, can we just completely do everything? And they wouldn't remember from time to time what they'd done for me and that I went for headaches. And then I found that you, like, as, you know, a dentist, you were listening to me far more and just wanting to do what would help me not totally change my face. I think that comes primarily from, you know, the training modality. Yeah. the, the training was primarily from a therapeutic standpoint as opposed to a cosmetic sta- standpoint. So I'm I'm putting more in because you're wanting more, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm putting enough in to treat right. the headaches primarily yeah. and, and stuff like that. So. Well, and, you know, so he's going to about to put 40 units into me, right? Yep. Okay, if that's what they're called. Um, I used to get 20, um, and it really helped with my headaches, but I still had movement. I found – I went – I went to his training. I was his, like, model for a training thing, and they, like, put the 40 in, and then they also put some in my lips. I don't understand the lips. Yeah. Don't do the lips. That's weird. Um, but when you did the 40, even remnants of headaches that I thought had gone away were now really gone, and I was like, yeah. oh, oh, even more pain relief. Who needs movement in my face? Yeah. <laughs> that's not necessary. So that's why we're going to do that. So he's going to go ahead, and he's going to actually – He's going to put 40 units into my face for you guys to see, but that means, hold on, um, that means I have to take the makeup off my forehead because right. he can't do it with the makeup on my forehead. And so you guys are about to see drastically how different my face is to the rest of my body and that my foundation is hopefully making me not look like I have a glowing white face. So <laughs> we're going to take this makeup off, you guys. This is going to look really bad. I'm going to look like I've been like, Stung by bees, and my forehead is a very strange color in comparison to the rest of me. And he's going to come over here in just a second and put it in. And where where we put the Botox for my headaches is in sort of this area, my forehead, and over here. Yeah. So one, one of the things while she's kind of cleaning up over there is <laughs> I will tell you that it is very important to remember that muscles can only shorten. They can't lengthen. And so, for example, if you curl your bicep, you can't straighten your arm out if you didn't have a tricep. It's the tricep that, that is shortening, that lengthens the bicep. And so when you do uh, Botox, it's really important that it's kind of symmetrical and on both sides. And it's done in the what are called antagonistic muscles. So um, if you only block the ones that lower the eyelid, then when she raises her eyelid, it's going to stay raised. Um, and, you know, you can... That's another reason for the 14-day touch-up. Let's leave. <laughs> so you don't end up with a droopy eye because yeah. that's not cute. Bad Botox is not cute. Okay, so Andrew, you're going to come over here now. Okay. And 
Jason's actually going to come over and like move the microphone for you. And I'm going to lay down and I'm about to get needles like all up in my face. Okay, this is a fun challenge, you guys. Don't you like these shows where I decide we're going to do things to my face? I know. He gets gets very excited about this. Like, so I'm really excited that we're doing this. Because part of what I do in order to mark this is I make her wrinkle. So I'm going to have Kara make a surprise (laughs) face. And my favorite part of this is I get to draw on her forehead. He does get to draw on my forehead. What are you drawing right now on me? I'm just putting dots kind of where you have your wrinkles, and I'm trying to go in between the lines to make sure that we are keeping her a little short. Uh Uh-huh. That we're kind of evenly distributing. And then the other face is the opposite, which would be an angry face. So that's where she kind of scrunches up. And we go there. I don't scrunch very well anymore. (laughs) <laughs> this is <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> and then i laugh and totally mess up his dots <laughs> okay so now what are we going to do so we're going to start with this big muscle right here um that kind of gets a larger dose and then the forehead muscle is more of a fan-shaped fairly thin muscle so we're going to put a lot of littler amounts but all uh, more dispersed around the uh, around the forehead, so I'm kind of excited, we'll you guys. Not as excited as I am. <laughs> All right, scrunch for me. So people ask me all the time if this hurts. Personally, I don't think it hurts, but I'm also like the weird girl who grew up asking to have my finger pricked. Now, what do I need to do? You're gonna just stay scrunching. Okay, I'm scrunched. I'm trying to scrunch. Scrunch. Okay. And he's injecting me. Like I say, I don't think Sorry. it really hurts. Um, Kara has a fairly high pain tolerance. I do, which with this show is not surprising. Um, though it's really hard to talk and have That's things right. injected in my face at the same time. This is going to be very interesting for those of you who are just listening because you have no idea what is happening right now. But those of you watching on YouTube, it's far more interesting to see my face get injected with needles. Typically, what I'll do is I'll try and remove some of the dots that I've done so that I know kind of where I've been. Am I bleeding on camera? Just a tiny little bit. Yeah, I told you all it looks like I'm stung by bees when I'm done. That's right. But it's so worth it. And then we're just going to go through all the other little dots and put just little amounts everywhere. Um, Another reason why it's kind of important to have somebody that knows what they're doing is because there is a lot of vascular stuff around here, lots of blood vessels, and you really don't want to put Botox into a blood vessel. Yeah, that would be bad. I feel like that would be, like, really not good. It's kind of terrible. Now, the weird thing is, is I typically feel like I'm going to sneeze when he's doing this. I'm not going to actually sneeze. But for some reason, it makes me feel that way. And you also want to wipe away from the eye because you don't want to pull this stuff down into the eye. It'll make the eyelid droop. And there's also things post-Botox you need to be aware of. Like, don't lay down right away. Absolutely. Um, Don't work out. Don't work out. No vigorous activity. Don't have, like, you know, sex where your face is squished into a pillow because you're going to fuck up your Botox. Definitely one of my records. (laughs) (laughs) But these are things you need to be aware of because you will end up with your face looking jacked up. And none of us want that. Yep. 
And bruising, there's a certain amount of bruising that's kind of normal um, just from the injection. So I will tell people that are using, you know, take baby aspirin every day or any kind of blood thinner um, to expect a little bit more bruising than normal. But again, you know, it's very temporary. And the effects of Botox will wear off in three to six months. So it's if you try it and you don't like it. It'll go away. It will go away. Dermal filler. Not so much. Not so much. I love me my Botox. It is probably my favorite thing. Yep. Tara just kind of sits back and I do walks through it. And I really because I oddly <laughs> find it soothing. I think I'm crazy. Yeah. I think it, I'm literally insane that I find having needles stuck in my face soothing. Pretty sure that means there is something wrong with me. I mean. If you've watched any of this show, you know there's something wrong with me. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, we're done? That's pretty good. <gasps> My face is done? Okay, hold on. Now i got to sit up and keep this microphone with me. I have to return your microphone to you. I don't know how to return this microphone to you. I'm going to break the set, you guys. Oh, here comes Jason. Thank you, Jason. All right, so now you guys can see how my forehead looks right post-Botox. Do I look like I've been stung by bees? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I look a little bit like I've been sung by Some bees. angry bees. That's why we waited till the end of the show to do this, because I was like, I'm going to have to go the rest of the show looking like I've been stung by a yeah. bee. Just so. so you know, I was holding off and really <laughs> slurping the sound. <laughs> and I was like, really? I'm giving you alcohol. And it's a double yeah. over there. I gave you a double. I only gave Thank myself you. a single. <laughs> so with that being said... What are other things that people need to know after they've had Botox or filler so that they make sure that they don't fuck it up, basically? You want to try to avoid, like, obviously rubbing your face or kind of itching. And it's surprising how often we do touch our face. Yes. I think this wonderful time we're in has made us a little <laughs> bit more aware of that. But Yes. Um, in general, you know, I tell patients, listen, if you're thinking about asking me whether you should do it, just don't do it. You know, don't do anything dumb. Like, don't yeah. go working out. Anything that can um, sort of elevate your heart rate, your blood pressure, basically take it Take easy. a day off. Yeah, take, take a, a day, day off. off. Yeah. I always knew to schedule my Botox around, like, my yin yoga class because, like, you press your face into the ground a lot. Um, and I knew to arrange it around my massages um, and to right. tell her not to, like, massage my face um, because I wanted to make sure that that doesn't get activated yeah. and you know the lovely like stones we all have now that you roll on your face don't do those don't do those right on your botox Absolutely bad idea not. yeah and, and you want to make sure that you're you know i would say the biggest side effect that people don't like is a drooping eye yeah um and so we are very particular to stay away from that eye but invariably somebody comes in and they're like man my eye, and their eyes bright red from itching it and they're like i don't know why my eyelids drooping I'm like, i can tell i you. can tell you yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's a thing we want to avoid. No eyelid drooping. Raising only, ladies. We like everything lifted. Excellent. Including the, the eye. <laughs> I do that when I teach classes. We talk about, like, certain angles of if you put your eyelashes on and your eyeliner, it'll make your eyes look droopy. Yeah. And, you know, we as women, yeah. everything needs to be lifted. Yeah. Lifted. Yeah. And now, Kara doesn't need a whole lot of it, but uh, very commonly, I would say, you're, you're fairly safe if you stay sort of from the bridge of your nose up. up. You know, like your crow's feet, foreheads, super easy to treat. I mean, that was all of yeah. maybe five minutes. So. 
Perfect. Great. Well, thank you so much for coming on and explaining some of this to all of our viewers. Cause I get a lot of questions um, from my clients about Botox and filler and all of that. And I obviously am a huge fan of the Botox. I know there's a lot of stigma still around getting Botox and a lot of fear of getting Botox, but if you go to the right person, you end up sure. with like fabulously no wrinkles and no headaches. Hey, yeah. that's so. the best part. Yeah. <laughs> so our practice is comprehensive yeah. dental care. And, and you know, Cara, that's the thing. I the send people to them all the time because yeah. I'm like, all the aesthetic places messed up my face. Like I need my dentist to take care of me. So thank you so much, Andrew, for being on. I beyond appreciate it. And check out my forehead next show. I'll have it covered up so you won't see all the little dots on my head because we're filming another episode. All right, you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I will see you next time. Bye. <laughs>